0: Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruez. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro, as creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D-printed projects, featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Let's check out um, Discord. We're hanging out in the live Discord chat. Where we're going to shout out everybody in just a few minutes. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, and hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody hanging out in the world. Shout outs to a couple people hanging out in the chat room. Good morning to Wester, Andy Calloway, Stuart Riggs, Blitz City, Liz, Liz. Blitz City. Hello, good out in the chat room, good Larry. everybody, but Beetle, Betty, in Betty. the YouTube chat. Okay. We're also on Facebook, on Twitch. Good morning, everybody hanging out. Yeah, we're gonna stick to the. Uh, the Discord chat room. So, if you want to see your comments in the show, you can hit us up on Discord, which is at slash Adafruit. Yeah. Come on, hang out. What is it? 30,000 of us all hanging out. Really? Yeah, we had a banner the other week. It was like green. I don't remember the number. No, that's the Python newsletter. Whoops. Yeah, it's fine. We got a lot of banners to. So to sort through. So let's go ahead and jump through um, the morning housekeeping stuff as we do. So we'll pay some bills. So bear with us while we get this situated. Adafruit.com slash free. There are deals going on while supplies last and supplies are flying off the shelves. Yeah, so for orders that are $99 or more, you'll get a free half-size from a Proto breadboard. For orders that are $149 or more, you'll get the half-size from a Proto plus a randomly selected QT board. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure that you don't get the same one twice. For orders that are $200 or more, you'll get the Stemma QT randomly selected breakout board, the half-size Probo proto, and free ground UPS ground shipping for continental US only. You can get as many as you want or, or some. How many freebies can I get? There's a thing here, so check it out. Go to Aver.com free for all the deets while supplies last. Okay. Help Wanted, heading on over to the jobs board. You can find out all the latest openings and positions from the community. Uh, if you remember last week, we had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with the folks that, cr- that are working on the Light Pong project. And they have some job openings and we told them, hey, you should post up your job postings on for.com, and they did. And boy, are there they have every position here. UX designer, front-end developer, back-end developer, middle developer, firmware developer, gameplay developer, QA developer, and developer, developer. Did you say mid-end <laughs> developer? I'm just joking. But yeah, check them out if you are interested in joining a really cool set of folks and team. Very fun project, too. So check it out at Help wanted. Is my audio okay? Hi, 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 hi. All right. What else are we doing? The newsletter shout out to everybody subscribing to the micro Python, the Python on microcontrollers newsletter. Um, we're at uh, nine thousand folks that are subscribed. So if you want to get your projects in front of nine thousand people, you can hit up ann Barella or CP, right, at Adafruit.com. That's an email. You can email and submit your projects or products that have to do with micro. I have to do with python sorry the microcontroller thing isn't you know it gets me confused okay <laughs> and then the other newsletter is the uh the new newsletter it happens once a week and it's focused on products you can go to adafruit.com newsletter subscribe to that one okay halloween is still upon us we're in the midst of it we're very very close to it Next Hall- week. <laughs> Halloween Hackfest is still going on. You have about eight days left. Head on over to the link, um, hackadayio.com, and then click on Contest. You can find the Halloween Hackfest. still going on. And uh, there's only 29 submissions. And check them out if you are inspired to do some cool Halloween projects. These are some fun projects that folks are working on and submitted for the contest. But it's also great to just kind of scroll through and see the, some, get inspired by some of the cool Uh, fun ones. I really like this animatronic Halloween candy dispenser. I was checking that one out. Very, very cool mechanism um, for kind of dispensing candy. Yeah, very, very fun. But other cool ones too, so check them all out at the link hackaday.io and you can submit your project still. Um, And for more deets, check out the website. But yeah, that's uh, the Halloween Hackfest. Need some music. And then back over to the Discord. I think that's everything I've covered. Hello, everybody. Let's see, getting all the notes. Okay. Okay. Just getting all of the notes over here, making sure everything's going. Everything's going. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. All right. This week we have two camera setups. We have the overhead and the underhead. Let's go on over there this over week, here. PT had a really good idea of uh, continuing on to the wireless LED project and installing them into some of these uh, Lego bricks for, uh, wrong camera over here, for the Infinity Stone. So this is a project that um, JP documented, and there are a couple of instructions on how to set up your uh, uh Induction coil onto some beautiful wood. Uh, PT wanted to take that step further and design some 3D printed bricks that you could actually install into. So if you jump over to the overhead, this is what we got going on. We got a two by uh, what is this? Two by one? No, two by two. Maybe I don't know. I don't two know by one. Legos, sorry. Yeah, neither one. No. <laughs> I just pretend to know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, with yeah. the Lego stuff. So the Lego compatible, folks. Non- yeah, Lego. yeah. Which is funny. We have uh, stocked. <laughs> some Lego compatible boards on the shop. Oh, we do? Yeah, so these are the little conductive ones. They come in two different sizes. In the kits, we have a small version and then a larger one. We are using the bigger ones here because they have a bigger range. Have some of the smaller ones on here and um, when I got these in, I was like super excited that, you know, I didn't think I would have to do any modeling for this. Uh, but of course they do not fit in regular Legos, the bigger ones anyway. So I had to uh, model some Lego bricks that would be compatible with these. So they fit inside here. And the really cool thing is that you can actually lock these in place. Like, lock these in place like you that. closer if you'd like. You and go. they twist in like that. And just locks them in so you can have a completely non-destructive oh, edible little lego bricks uh, we've oh, I forget what year we worked on this bigger it's a six two by six one and we were embedding some sequins inside of here a lot more smaller to have a one by two am i correct on this is this one by two anybody in the lego fans in there on the chat rooms i believe that's what this is so super easier to do um but of course this works anywhere uh, this one only works when you're super close to one of these uh, induction coils. If you jump over to the uh, other, it's you're going to have to do a lot of camera yeah. switching for this one. <laughs> you can see the range on this one is pretty, uh, what is it, 6 six inches or 150 millimeters away? Yeah, so some context, the uh, the actual coil is behind this piece of foam core. This is a piece of foam core, very inexpensive material you can get from the dollar store. Yeah. Um, it's just the black variant, so like the inside of the core is also black, but that's just the little details on the foam core, that's where it's hidden, it's behind here. Um, we would show it to you, but I don't think we're set up for that. I'll turn it around a little bit. Okay. But yeah, just showing the distance on these, and you can set these up with with a brick that has either one, or you can uh, bring up the the levels on there and have a brick that has two of them. Oh, I'm talking into the wrong mic. Go to the overhead, and here is an example of the one with two. So we have uh, two different types of bricks that you can uh, install this into. And yeah, same sort frame. of dealy. There you go. Just same sort there. of dealy. These all snap in, and you have this little wall separator that will keep them in place. Go, go much closer. Let's see if you can get.
1: There you go.
0: There you go. So that's a good look at uh, sort of the geometry of the little 3D printed brick. Um, Any special details that you need to print this thing? Maybe some supports or something? No, no supports. um, Yeah, there's no support. So this one's super easy. And these take about 10 minutes to print out. So super easy to uh, set up for your Lego build. One of the things that uh, I wanted to show this off with uh, because of the... The way that these are, um, John Park was showing how to make these, but a lot of the examples that he showed were on the like you know something that's close to your tabletop. This wouldn't actually work for something like a building because the you know the distance for the little ones are so close. You have to be like right on top of it. So so, so some context. There's two versions of the kit. There's a large coil and a small coil. The small coil operates off five volts. You're not gonna get much brightness or much distance from that one. So that's why we kind of focused and featured the large coil kit. Is, it, is, it, is that good? Yeah, look how close you have to be with uh, even the bigger one on this. So yeah, at first I was like, oh my God, this project's not gonna work. So again, some context, this is the small coil. Can we move this and show the small coil? Uh, it's probably like 100 millimeters or so in diameter, mm-hmm. right? And then you got your big coil, which is double the size. It's probably two, 200. Millimeters or so, but it's big enough to cover this entire uh, foam core. If Pedro, wants to do sh- you want to show? Yeah, let me show the back of this. Okay, I'm just trying to, you know, say that there's two different coils. If you have small Lego builds, you're going to want the small coil. You got something bigger like this Infinity Gauntlet. Look at that giant coil. It's much much bigger. Here's my hand for scale. Um, so you really need to think about what's the. Hey, look, it's reflective. You really need to think about what. Uh, Size is going to work for your build, your projects, Um, and there's some fun tricks you could do, like having two coils, which John uh, showed showcases in his learn guide. But for us, we have just one coil, um, as you saw, (laughs) uh, for this particular build. And then uh, the the kit comes with just the coil and and the, uh, the barrel jack. The large one does. The smaller one. This one here does not come with a barrel jack, so Pedro has this little um, screw block terminal power jack, and this is your 2.1 millimeter barrel jack, pretty standard stuff here. But uh, you did not have to solder it because, uh, hey, screw block terminals, those are nice. But yeah, that's the size of the small one, um, and as you see here, these smaller ones, they just kind of just kind of adorn them on your on your Lego build. But yeah, that's how bright they are. <laughs> All right, um, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide. I'm just piggybacking off of John's guide. Uh, I added a 3D printed page on there where you can get all of the files and okay. some of the examples on how we set this up. Yeah, so this is cool. John's got the little model car, so for model making, this works really well. Um, the way he's turning it off and on is probably just by turning on and off the uh, the power supply. We'll talk about the power supply, um, I guess, now. But here is JP's very creative... Uh, kind of build, instead of using something like foam core, he's got two pieces of kind of um, wood that are hollowed out and that's where the coils are, there's two coils I believe here, but yeah, he was able to put this scene together which is a cool scene from the movie Pulp Fiction um, but yeah, as you can see the, uh, the the larger inductive coil comes with 10 LEDs, It's uh, it wants 24 volts and the smaller one wants 5 volts, it's just a smaller coil but it still has these 10, so again the kits have different sizes of LEDs, correct? Yes. Yes, the bigger one has bigger LEDs. And the bigger ones are what's, or what Pedro designed, right? So these little blocks that Pedro designed, they're for the larger LEDs. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I these think smaller we... ones, you can just throw them in any brick? Will they fit in any brick? No, they'll rattle around. They'll rattle around. Okay.
1: And I you'll need like a
0: two by two to actually fit those in there. Uh, so you you, you, you got to be a little bit creative on how they set this up. That's why we designed these little bricks so they can be embedded inside of there and cut down on the size of uh, your build. So if you can cut over to the uh, yep. camera realm. back here, yeah, you can see that um, you only raise the the uh, the size of the actual gem just by a little bit me, for the brick, uh, just to hold that here. in there. So it'll definitely be a lot more useful if you uh, have to have your brick. Fit a certain size, to right? So you can fit a brick over a translucent brick. Fits over your three D printed brick. That way, it maintains that uh, that finish, right? Yeah. So okay. translucent bricks are the way to go for these. Just to ha- get the um, the light to shine through. We got a couple different colors on here, like the green, the yellow, wow, the blue. Wow, these look really good. They're three D printed. You can kind of tell they got layer lines. Yeah. And the shine of it. Here, let me uh, focus again. Sorry, sorry. There we go. So there, you can see the layer lines. Just some regular print settings: point two millimeters layer height and, and uh, the man, tolerances really should they work they across really nice. uh, all of the printers. Yeah, these were printed on the Creality. I think if you printed these on the Ultimaker, they'd be a little bit um, hmm, questionable. <laughs> oh, the uh, the tolerances of them, yeah. Yeah. So, I still have some purple and some orange coming in the way. Because, oh, of cool. course, that's, those are the two colors that we did not have in translucent. But yeah, there you go. Good print qualities. Very nice. Yeah, nice. I like the, the, uh, the color um, choices you got there. Very, uh, I don't know, googly. Mm-hmm. Google colors. Okay, so back over to the Learn Guide, yeah things are not in stock but the little one is in stock you can get the power supply there's two different power supplies um they're adjustable voltage which is great um but you're going to want to look at uh the amperage this one has two amps and there's another one that has five amps it's not listed here but yeah here is it here yeah there's two of them there's one with more amps five amps and there's one with two amps uh which one are we using the one with two amps or five amps we don't know for this one? hmm Yeah, that's the 2-amp one. Okay. And then for the bigger one, go with the 5-amp one. These are both in stock. These adjustable power supplies, which are great. Okay. And then here's that uh, screw block terminal. You can pick that one up, too. And uh, John also links to the wooden enclosure that he got. Probably Sweet. from uh, a artsy crafty store. So yeah, those are all the parts, right? Okay. You want to walk through... Oh, you don't need you to do the whole these. thing. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is very particular to John's uh, build. How he put this together for a little, um, little model car. Mm-hmm. So you can check that one out. Yeah, I'm sure he's did a whole rundown on his show. So we'll skip cool that over to and diffusers. the diffusers. Some good tips there. Tabletop. He's, he did a tabletop build. It's got like a little razor, razor crest from the Mandalorian. Nice Star Wars ship. How to embed them in here. So that's really cool. So not just Lego stuff, right, folks? And then. Uh, the display, how he's got his display set up here, all the various bits and bobs, and how you can fashion it. I like his little back plate here. It's probably like paper or something. All right, and then uh, what is this page, Lego compatible stuff. There's a the whole page. Here's how John fitted in. These are the smaller ones, right? Yep. So the smaller ones can just be fitted in there. They rattle a little bit, but you should be fine with the orientation of them, as long as they're okay. Well, if they rattle, they could, the, the orientation, orientation flip, yeah. so just be aware of that. And here's the uh, the bricks. What's going on here? We're just talking about the various different the, ones. Yep, just the spiel that we already did on the different sizes of them, how they fit in, how they twist in, how you have the little separator f- to fit two of them. And then, of course, the links to edit the design, if you have some tolerance. Uh, differences, or if you want to combine these to make like a uh, different sized uh, customizable brick, like say one that has like three studs, three by one, or something like that, something that fits your specific build. You'll have the fusion file there, so you can easily edit all that. The sketches and and the um, everything in the timeline is editable, so you can adjust that to your needs. You've got the uh, STLs so if you want to just download those and uh, try these out. But as it is, it is the Thanks for correcting me. It is the one by two is the size of these. And uh, these fit in pretty much um, any uh, build. So you should be good to go from there. But if you do want to have it as a one by one, uh, that shouldn't be able to fit on there as well. Just got to adjust the model for that. Cool. And there I have a little example of how all of the different stones look. So you can, stones. Uh, or gems or whatever, infinity stones, what those bricks. look like. <laughs> infinity bricks. bricks. <laughs> it's not, uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be infinity stones. And just taking this green The one. green one is a really big one. Let me go switch to the camera here. So I'm just popping this out so you can see how you can uh, two. stick two of them two on two. there to increase the brightness of them. Yeah, for sure. And. and these are actually green LEDs, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. it just it matches, matches up green all the colors. Up. <laughs> okay. Cool. So that's a nice little way. Man, I keep talking to the mic thinking mm-hmm. it's the... Sorry. <laughs> or the camera thinking it's the mic. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that's a nice way to add a bunch of flair to your LEGO builds, especially <laughs> with, um, like... Just gonna say it. Christmas is coming, you know. This Christmas, Quanta, yeah. <laughs> Monica, all of them. So definitely, a nice little way to uh, dress up your desk for the holidays. Cool. Okay. If anybody have any questions, comments, go ahead and drop them in the Discord. Suggestions for other builds. Yes. Skirt is sharing some cool rainbow cloud project. That looks really really cool. Some three D printed. Uh, ports here. And grab my notes. All right, cool. We go. Let's go ahead and jump. Oh, a uh, mm-hmm. little temple on a couple years ago. Yeah, so the self, me. well, this is cool. So you have a little tactile switch that actuates the uh, the circuit here, but it's just some coin cell batteries and a sequin. So if you yeah. want to 3D print your own Lego break, there's a screw in there as well. But a very, very clever. Super embedded. You can kind of see the battery, the coin cell there. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those, just like this, it's. Uh, I always get stuck with the miniature project. So it's a little challenging if yeah. uh, you're not as dexterous. But what, is, what year is this from? <laughs> I don't remember. This is a cool kit. They don't sell this kit anymore, but it's like a cool little sciencey Research um, Institute. Yeah. I have seen them. Uh, Vision uh, the female the mini, yeah. Female minifigure set. Yeah, it was a cool one. Um, but yeah, you did some fun stuff here. They're really, really bright in this one. Yeah, we very were cool. comparing what the there you go there's the ones that Lego has. Is, you use some copper tape as well. That was very cool. Yeah, so we were comparing yeah. the brightness of what the Results Lego ones, the official messages. Lego light up bricks have, and what we were able to come up with. That's right. Definitely I a there's lot more bright. Lego light up bricks. They come with like this little robot. We got inspired by that one to kind of redo it. So if you got some options, just search for, oh, look at this, you made a custom wiring diagram that showcases the uh, the internals. Very cool, very clever. And if you can't get enough of the Lego stuff, just type in the search for all the Learn guys Lego yeah. and you'll be inundated. Well, if you're a Lego cop, leave us alone. Check out this Lego head. There's so many we worked on. You're so mad at us. Try to I like the um, the tape one is pretty cool too. Oh yeah, you did clings. a pie Lego thing. Oh yeah, the clingy things. Why is that there? <laughs> I don't know. How did you label this with matter? I didn't label Lego in there, it's just yellow. <laughs> Somehow this shows up as Lego because it's yellow. Anyway, we've done too many Lego projects. By far my favorite one is, of course, the Lego Ada Bot, so <laughs> <laughs> perfect for any of your builds. Yes, should little, that should be in the uh, Print a little police hat. And of course, he bot. completely comes apart, so it is all modeled after the little oh, minifigs. Oh my goodness. So cool. All right. Is that enough Lego? That's <laughs> too, too much Lego. <laughs> we're, it's a, we're gonna get sold. Go we lost everybody. <laughs> the go, to the, go to the new page <laughs> to show that. You can't. We, we carry your stuff, Lego. You can't get mad. <laughs> Yeah, we're advertising for you, Lego. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's, where are we prototyping? Okay, so that was this week's project. Check it out if you like Lego. Cool, if you don't, that's fine too. You can (laughs) can put them in other things, (laughs) like uh, model kits. All right, what are we prototyping this week? Um, This week I've been working on the learn guide for that Star Trek prop. Um, So let's go ahead and take a look at the overhead. Oh, this is a weird one. Alright, so you saw the, the ray gun blaster, it's a two fur. So this project is a bit of a two fur, like I just said. Oh boy. So yeah, we have this version of it. Very cool handle and all the electronics are fitted inside the ray gun. We have the feather M4 with a little amplifier, mini speaker, and an LED. We've got a slide switch to turn off and on. My battery's dead, so I can't actually demo it. But hey, magnets are really fun. So this is version this is one iteration of it that In the Star Trek um, episode, it's a shape-shifting prop. So this is the second version of it. It it changes into like five different versions of the prop. This is the most obscure version of the prop. It kind of looks like a watermelon, and there's these keys. These nine keys are on top of it, and there's the little LED there. Same handle, just a different kind of top. I got my little slide switch here. It's a little slide switch uh, holder bit. Speakers right there. I got my speaker holes. Same button. Really, really th- th- the same uh, handle. Um, same sound effects. So Phil B will be writing up some custom code for this so that when you change uh, the when you adjust the slider, it'll change up the uh, the sound effects, and uh, these will trigger probably some other sound effects as well. Also using magnets. So this. Uh, could pop open. Magnets are a really great way to keep something secured, but still allow it to be opened. So you can see here I got like a really long uh, ribbon cable. I really like using this uh, silicone covered ribbon cable. Um, it just keeps this all organized so I didn't have to like use a bunch of heat shrink tubing. I could just keep the ribbon cable. There's a, a 10 wires here which is exactly what I need. One ground and nine signals and that's really cool. And um, if you're ever making a prop I definitely recommend picking up these molex and jst connectors using them uh intermittently or interchangeably i don't know use them they're really great because now i can still take apart all this stuff and uh it's 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 nice because so i don't have to install it and then solder it to in place i can just disconnect everything and completely dismantle it which makes guiding documenting a lot easier so yeah, pretty cool. And the magnets are uh, I get them from KJ Magnets. They're a great reseller distributor of these rare earth magnets. Um, but yeah, that's uh, there's plenty of room in there for other stuff. But uh, this is what we got for now: the 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 feather and the amplifier. Don't need a prop maker feathering because we don't really need uh, the accelerometer or anything. But yeah, the uh, keys. These are the kale box white um variants of the key switches so they're real key switches and these uh these are those dsa uh, style profile keycaps but yeah this will hopefully be ready for next week just in time for halloween right but uh yeah this is that new filament that we've been playing with um it's silky and metallic and very very shiny but yeah slide switch holders very nice so yeah, that is uh, the, what we're prototyping. More obscure props. And uh, this is pretty much the same as last week, just different filament. It's very, very shiny and reflective. Um, yeah. But very pr- pretty decent print quality. Again, printed on the crealties. And uh, there you go. So that is what we're working on. Learn guide next week. Hopefully, maybe a video, too. We might be able to do all of that next week. Very shiny. Very cool. So that's what we're prototyping this week. Any comments? Can anybody guess what episode of Star Trek, the anime series, that's from? <laughs> People do know. People um, know. Yes. Riley, Riley on Twitch was asking the best Twitch. way to diffuse LEDs for a project they're working on, a staff with runes that light up, and they want to figure out the best way to diffuse the LEDs so they don't have any bright spots. Yeah. I commented with either having a higher-density LED strip or moving the LEDs uh, like further away from the oh, walls. Yeah. the that'll... more distance you have from your light source, the more illuminated and, and evenly diffused your your thing is gonna be. So, and if you jump over to the overhead, I can quickly show the example of that between having something that is translucent and something that is uh, what this is called natural white. So you can kind of see. Right the Diffuse, uh, it's kind of bright in here. It is bright in here, so it's going to affect. Yeah, like me. more softer diffusion on this one, and this one's a little bit more uh, sharper. There you go. I got something. There you go. Yeah, and in the way that Those I have. hot spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, the hot spot's right there, but on the top, it's a little bit more diffused right. because it is further away. You can, you can spray paint or um, sand as well. You can sand down the surface of whatever object you have, and that can help to soften up the diffusion. Yeah, it's a good tip, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it can be very difficult to get uh, a nice, even diffuse if you don't have space. The more space, the better. It's mm-hmm. really difficult when you have something that's really tight, uh, close quarters. Yeah, you can just see the difference on there because it's closer to this wall. But if it's further mm-hmm. away, like it is on this one, you can see the diffusion. You know, yeah. like this on. more. Yeah, look at that. You can see the uh, hot spot on yeah, that it's one transparent too. Transparent and then translucent. So yeah, the filament will. Uh, also the is play probably low on this one. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the coin cell. material also play uh, a huge role in the diffusion as well. Righto. Cool. Good question. I like that. All right. I think we are jumping into... Shop Talk! Shop Talk? All right. Shop Talk this week featuring some brand new code from B. So these are the LED glasses. The new LED glasses from Adafruit. Uh, 117 LEDs here. So let's go ahead and power them up. I'm using the BLE board which is uh, a Bluetooth, CircuitPython, or Arduino board. And let's plug it in and take a look at the code. So the latest code, Pedro, if you want to paste in the link to the code, it's up now and available on GitHub. So if you got your um, your pair of specs, you can uh, play around with this code. So this code takes a bitmap, a, uh, a sprite sheet bitmap and animates them very very cool so this is so the rings are a separate bitmap and the grid is a separate bitmap they get animated uh, through philippi's code and you can we have documentation how to create these animated sprite sheets it's just a single bitmap and the height of the bitmap is what the frames are and the code just kind of steps through them um, to create an animation. So that's how you can new, a new way of creating animations, a new way for the glasses anyway. Um, so that's really cool. So that's what you're seeing here is these two bitmaps. And, uh, I will show you, uh, the learn guide, it's documented and there's some nice visuals to showcase how this exactly works. So let me, uh, let me go over yonder, right? Maybe this one because I can showcase both of them. So yeah, the Adafruit iLights LED glasses and driver learn guide was updated. So I'm click on that and I'll show you the page. Uh, it's probably under the CircuitPython starter projects. And then it's called BIT, BMP stands for bitmap. So here you go and there's uh, Philby's. Let me switch to the full view. So yeah, these are the bitmaps, and this shows you how the bitmap stores the frames vertically, kind of like a vertical um, film strip, if you will. And you can see that this is frame 0, 1, 2, etc. And uh, they're very, very small bitmaps. It's uh, 18 by 5 pixels uh, for the grid, and for the rings, it's 48 by 48, I believe. Um, So you can see here how the ring layout is and the numbering here. So this is the the, uh, the bitmap for, um, for the rings. So you have two different bitmaps, one for the rings and one for the grid. And then this shows you where in time it's advancing. So it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, and uh, here's some more explanation and it's all commented and stuff so you can play around with it. But yeah, the code is available now on GitHub, and you can download the bitmaps that are supplied here by Phil B. Or you can create your own. There's some documentation up here. Yeah, this guide on sprite sheet animations. This one talks about more sprite sheet animations, kind of the essentials of it and stuff. I actually use this third-party software called A Sprite, which allows you to generate a film strip style thing here, so here's one of the bitmaps that JP put together, showing a walking cycle. And this was uh, for the LED uh, matrix, matrix portal project. So it's nice to see that the CircuitPython code is adaptable for mm-hmm. different chips and different styles of LEDs. So that's cool, It's the power of CircuitPython, right? But uh, check those out. And uh, back over to the overhead, you can see the uh, the glasses are still running that bitmap. And if you want to see me wear them well here we go (laughs) they fit over my glasses just fine um and i think i broke them (laughs) let me uh unplug it and plug it back in i might be shorting it out i was gonna say say, because it looks like it is yeah right my glasses are metal frames (laughs) they're conductive (laughs) So I feel a little bit of a buzz in my head. I wonder what that is. From a distance, they look really cool. You can really see the wave. I put this animation together in After Effects. Yeah, yeah. But you could use whatever animation software, I suppose. Pedro's taking a picture of our pooch who's in the closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could show you guys. I could show him. <laughs> hmm. Go in the overhead. This is our Pucci uh, Rufio. He decided to make a bed where yeah. all of our fabrics are stored. Yeah, just Brandy's fabrics. <laughs> he just uh, fashioned himself a uh, a bed. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Um, a comment from Susan on the Discord is saying uh, happy to see many guides with glasses. So many cool ideas, yeah. Yeah, there's so- lots of Democo to play with accelerometer based ones, audio based ones. Check it out. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of fun fun going on with these LED glasses. Yeah, it'll definitely last uh, beyond the holidays into uh, all year round. All year round, yeah. All festivuses. I've yeah. oh, like for Valentine's Day, be like a you know, heart, the heart, two hearts, beating, scrolling, saying I love you. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Now it is time for oh, and everybody's liking the um, the BMP code. Yeah, Phil it's B? excellent. It's really, really well. Um, what would you say? You can do a bunch of different things with the, with this method of animating. All of these or all of these animations are bitmap sprite sheets. The party parrot. Imagine seeing the little party parrot in these two eyes. That be, would be cool. Be wild style. <laughs> there Two um, of them. Yes. <laughs> There's also Blinky Eye code. I don't think I showed that off, huh? No, oh, you did not. Yeah. There's oh. uh, Phil B made his own version of the Blinky Eyes. Thankfully, he has a learn guide. He talks yeah. about it. Uh, give me a second here. I going to say, please that. post that direct link to that one, it's so cool. Yeah, there's Phil, oh, his gifts are great. So yeah, it blinks, it looks around randomly, you can change the brightness of the colors, of course, um, but that's available right now on the Githubs. Check it out. Grab the link so I can post that direct one, and this is the guide by Katni. Catney and Philby—they yeah, collapsed. Yes. That one is. This one. It reminds you of like the. Uh, the stream from Ghostbusters. Ah, sure. uh, it does. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think the colors are are flipping out the camera. It keeps changing the color temperatures. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then comment on Twitch by uh, Ryle saying, yeah, they're going to do the uh, Rune print in clear resin and sand it and see how far they can go with the LEDs being close to the inner wall. These have a strange side effect of making you goofy. (laughs) Got to work on my party parrot head thing. (laughs) Don't break your neck on that one. Yeah, I know. Ring, or is it yeah, I definitely I recommend it's... putting a rubber band on the back there and it keeps it on your head. Oh, I was going to show the frame of what that looks like with the uh, LED glasses kit that was put into the store, but I think one of the kids took it somewhere. Yeah, so I saw Gavin. It. He took it. Yeah, sorry, Gavin. All right, well, that is uh, Shop Talk. No, 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 we have one more Shop Talk thing um every year i try to design something new Mm -hmm. and this year i didn't have time so i made a very very simple decor for our mailbox this is a ninja flex bat beanie is what i'm calling it it's a a little cap that's printed ninja flex and uh, it just press fits over this little dome bit of our mailbox and then i have these little bat wings Uh, so let me show you on the overhead what it looks like. Give me a second to reconfigure my my aperture. Oh man, turn on autofocus. Yeah, so this is a NinjaFlex 3D print. This is uh, the inside of it. You can see that that's what NinjaFlex looks like when you have some crazy overhangs. But how do you print a shape like this and avoid support materials? You print it in two pieces. So I have these little slots, and one of the coolest things about the the NinjaFlex and flexible filaments is that you can design these these shapes that can be press-fitted into other shapes. Like if you were to print this in NinjaFlex, it's just impossible to do because you don't have that ability to kind of press things in and squish them and and that sort of thing. So that little uh, geometry here, uh, you know, is just bigger than the slot. And that allows it to kind of squish in there. And uh, yeah, it uh, it's a great method of, of getting a multi-part thing assembled without any glue, screws, it just press fits and it just kind of hangs out in there and the taunches don't really matter too much because uh, it's floppy and it's supposed to be floppy anyway. So that's really cool. And then uh, because of the shape, it kind of creates a suction uh, to the top of the, uh, to the top of the dome, and I didn't even clean this up because it's a little stringy still. But yeah, this is um, the harder, uh, what is it, 90A, 85A, uh, Ninja Flex 85. Cheetah. Oh, it's so cheetah. it's not as elastic, but it still has that property where you can kind of squeeze things into other spaces. And you can see here I have some under extrusion. <clears throat> it kind of broke here, but it doesn't really matter because well, you're not seeing it. There's a reason behind it, you use regular PLA settings on that and it still worked. No, not PLA settings. I just used a, a different printer profile. We have a, a, a ah. Creality version 2 and a Creelty version 3 uh, one is a direct drive. The other one is a Bowden and it's still printed out pretty good even though I selected the wrong. So you printed on the 3 with the 2's yes, profile. Okay, exactly. So the retraction yeah. was uh, too high for it. And you can see here I even forgot to remove the... Uh, the skirt from the previous oh. print. But hey, one of the tips that I found, thanks to Pedro, is that you can print NinjaFlex on a PEI textured build. It won't fuse so as long as you rip it off the bed while it's still warm. Is that safe? Yeah, or just heat it back up yeah, to Yeah, you can see that texture here. It's that powder coated PEI sheet. Um it, it really adds a nice texture to it. And uh Here's the front. It looks really cool, too. It's about a millimeter and a half thick. Um, with this extra extrusion here, uh, this is probably three millimeters thick. So it prints in about half an hour. Really cool if you wanted to put it on your head. You can make a little back cap, your little beanie. Hmm. I gave this to Declan, Pedro's, uh child, little, little baby. He's like two years old, and he was putting it on his head. It looks super cute. Um, so if you made a bigger one, I suppose you could... Uh, you do that i also put it on rufio i didn't get a chance to snap a picture because he hates pictures so i don't know maybe that's torturous to do don't do that to your animals but yeah that's uh that's all i got for this Halloween. something really quick and simple ninja flex uh great way to print flexible stuff with no supports you can rip off both wings oh the carnage and uh i don't know what else. Instead look up, when is Halloween outs oh, uh, make next Sunday? Yeah. Maybe I can make a bow tie. This reminds me of, a a project I saw from, uh, Amy Double D. She had oh, these little bat shoes. wings for your shoes. Yeah. That was really cool. So, you know, you can do a lot of fun stuff with NinjaFlex. You don't have to have this super complicated design. So hopefully this inspired, come on, the damn camera. So I hope this inspires y'all. Uh, to think about some simple decor stuff, and and utilizing some of the features of, uh, of NinjaFlex. Yeah. And then here's the, uh, you know, the only picture I took of the mailbox. It's a nice little subtle uh, right. decoration for your mailbox. Yeah, I really like the two piece setup where you can, uh, you know, do this sort of design without making it one piece. Just split it into two pieces or design them separately. So that's uh, that's the shop talk. Cool. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's community makes. All right, time lapse Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we find some designs from the community, and we three D print it this week. Got some denture bit holders. This was another pretty recommendation pretty, from yeah. PT. <laughs> yeah, this was being posted on Twitter, and uh, it was getting like hitting the rounds. So it's two pieces that uh, you can use some. Um, What are they called? Uh, M4 or five screws to hold this together and you have a hinged mouth. It opens. Yeah, You're supposed to put magnets inside. We didn't want to waste all of our magnets, so um, we just didn't put any magnets. They have a bit of a, you know, tolerances get loose and tight in certain areas, but that's what the magnets are for. It's supposed to be embedded. We don't have to do that. You can just press fit them in and uh, make do, but hey, let's take a look at the video. So um, what can you say about the print? Yeah, so you no can kind of see, you yeah, no those sports, you can kind of see in the video where the magnets are supposed to be embedded. So there's right. supposed to be a, like, a Z stop uh, or a layer height where you right. stop at to pause, uh, yeah. pause the printer, embed those in there. Definitely recommend doing that because uh, it's a really cool way to have all your bits in one spot like that. And yeah, you, pretty, ca- pretty you just can't beat the theming of these, especially for Halloween was a really good way to store all of your bits. Uh I lost count of how many, but we were able to store all like one of the kits that anatomic, where they all come with. Correct? Yeah. <laughs> Funny story on that. One one of the a dentist that follows us on Twitter was saying that he approves of this design. <laughs> okay. For like educational purposes maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping it's not like that he requires all these bits for use mm, while he's right. practicing. That's a fun one. <laughs> but yeah, we're just using the translucent uh, PLA on this and uh yeah. Okay, let me pull nice up the nice themed way. Here. to store this all your bits. Is design on Thingiverse by uh IPO something through my online store lounge, Sorry we sold folks. 500,000 000- did that not work? What? Wrong link. Oh boy, here we go. These glasses make it. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say the glasses, but make... no, I can see fine. I can see clearly. So here we go. By uh, IP Lop. Yep. Yes. Thingiverse user IP Lop denture bit holder with magnets. Very very cool. Yeah, there you go. There's a, a look at the. Oh my god, is that like a little Adafruit sensor on the nozzle? Wow. <laughs> well, this we is more had no idea. <laughs> yeah, we had no idea that this was here. Is it? What is it? I think it's oh, proximity like a proximity sensor. Oh, right. That's like a um, probe, or yeah. maybe it's a sensor. Maybe I don't know. I'm more, more interested in that. Yeah, I like the uh, <laughs> the way the magnets are, are uh, the, the north and south poles are um, labeled there. Mm. Very cool. Gyroid infill is definitely the right infill for this sort of thing. <laughs> Um, that's where you want to pause it here at this layer height. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and there's a video, too. Sweet. So, very cool. So cool. Great design by IPLOP. Yeah, I saw Buzz. this posted a couple weeks ago, but you as it's starting Proc- Sorry. As said, it's the trending. Yeah. Yeah. You can purchase on Etsy, too, if you want to help, help the, uh, the modeler out. And there's some tips here on working with the magnets. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's a really good way to uh-huh. label your north and south poles. North and south. All right, so that is a this week's community makes. Shadow. Oh. Very appropriately themed. Perfect, yes. rah rah. Yeah, it's careful to fall out. <laughs> oh, no, my teeth are falling out. My bits are falling out. <laughs> it's my worth dream. <laughs> <laughs> what do you folks think? Any fun comments? No? OK. Uh, it says the diameter of the the uh, magnets in the post, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Folks, are very quiet. Good. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. All right. That's. I think that's it. Is that really it? Yeah. I got a couple other stuff we can't show yet because it's not nowhere near done. But really? Continuing on later today. Yeah. We invite you to come on the show and tell later tonight, hosted by Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada. Very cool. That's so sure. Wednesdays every seven thirty p.m. Eastern time on the Wednesday, and then shortly after at eight p.m. is Ask an Engineer, a full hour of Lamar and Phil open source hardware, um, Python on Newsletter. And all of the awesome projects. And products. products coming out later. Yeah, cool. Don't forget, the Halloween Hackfest is still going on. If you wanna uh, enter in your project, get some Adafruit credits. And it doubles if you use Adafruit um, yes. products inside the project, so That's right. it's definitely yeah. worth it for that. And then tomorrow, don't forget, JP's Workshop? Yes. Wait, J- JP, where are you? There you are. Yeah. He's, he's throughout the week. But yeah, on Thursdays and Tuesdays, JP. But Thursdays, 4 p.m. Eastern time, and then Friday, Deep Dives with Scott at 2 p.m. Pacific time, or 5 p.m. Eastern. And then and then Sundays, Lady Gaga did a stream like at 6, 8, 6 p.m., which is the earliest I've ever seen. It's very cool, on Sundays, mostly, mostly. And That's then a reference for me. Rounding aliens. out at start of the week, start off on Tuesday. Wait, sorry, no, Monday. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm so sorry. These classes they make me goofy. So <laughs> every Monday at two p.m. Eastern Time, Circuit Python meeting. Great way to catch the, the CircuitPython Python devs and the community. Find out what they're working on. Tuesdays, JP, product pick of the week. Wednesdays, me and Pedro, but also show and tell and ask engineer, and uh, we've looked around. Pages reading. Oh, it's Katni in the. Uh, she was confused on why it was called Denture Bits, but she gets the reference now. Oh, right, yeah. And a funny uh-huh, pun uh, from uh, Andy it's a filling project. Mm, <laughs> fillings. Yeah, they definitely recommend everybody print these out. These are so cool. Yeah, how's our Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, that's good. It's missing the green stuff. Oh, yeah, I took it off to show it's missing the there it is what is it this the uh, the mind stone, the time stone space time stone oh man we didn't, we didn't talk about the the actual build of it such a good like office like building i ordered two so i'm gonna send one into the office because oh, i don't need two pt doesn't, but it's definitely a really good thing that, because <laughs> um you know all the employees can you we already know what um, yeah they're gonna make hand the, gesture they're this, gonna this gonna one this one Hand gesture, of course that among any others <laughs> the pinky the pinky that's gonna do it for this week on 3D Hangouts thank you all for I joining I'm so sorry <laughs> alright how do we end the show that's it everybody have uh, good luck you with your major endeavors and the... until then make she a great day ball. bye see you next week see you folks good luck have fun Oh, <laughs>